Hi, uh, welcome to another episode of Firsties with Reba and Ross. I'm Ross. I'm Reba. And today we're covering uh, two more specials of Pete and Pete before it was an official series. Uh, Space Geeks and Johnny <clears throat> Unitas was the first one, and the second was Apocalypse Pete. And I'll be posting the links for both of those on uh, the uh, listing on Facebook and MediaMashup.com. Uh, so it should be pretty easy to get a hold of them. Just watch them on YouTube if you want to. Uh, yeah. So the first one, Space Geeks and Johnny Unitas. What it, What do you think about this one? I I liked this one. I liked that you know there's the new kid in the class, and typically. Mm-hmm. You know, kids always think, oh, the new kid, he's a weird new kid, he could be an alien, you know? That's, yeah, yeah, it's playing off of him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I liked that that play on that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I I like that, too. It's a little weird, like, or just knowing, or, you know, having seen all the show, that, like, they introduced this kid and the idea that aliens actually exist in the universe and have been here. And then, like, none of it ever gets mentioned in any way again. Oh, really? Just kind of, like, it's one of those little things that, like, shouldn't really matter much in a show like this. But right. I'm still like, oh, man, that's a big thing to bring into it and then not really touch again. <laughs> but I don't know, because I think, um, well, do you still, do you see the Joe Jones later in other no. episodes? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't think... I don't think that's as yeah as out there for me because I mean I was one of those kids. Is there are there aliens? Oh yeah, I was obsessed with aliens as a kid. Yeah, (laughs) love that stuff. But yeah, yeah, it's it's just a for me it's like a weird thing. Even though like it's a show where you have like superheroes and stuff, like all that feels like that could kind of exist in the real world and just be exaggerated in a way. Whereas here it's like no, this kid's really an alien. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. it turns out he really is an alien and all this is it's like kind of crazy but yeah but uh yeah like i i, I still like this episode I, I that's not a big thing for me i don't think it's quite as strong as some of the other specials so far or at least uh yeah compared to what we did last summer and the other one we watched today apocalypse pete i think both of those are better episodes i think so i wondered um when we were watching this one i wondered if it was actually supposed to go before what we did on our summer vacation oh because it talked about i mean chronologically it, it makes more sense to have it that like in between Valentine's Day and what we did on our summer vacation, because all three of those were in the same year, released in the same year, weren't they? Um, I think so. Uh, well, yeah, you... yeah, I think you're right. I think they're all 91. They're, if you go online, it's all really fuzzy, because yeah. Nickelodeon just kind of threw things on the air out, out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, I read something like uh, this one actually didn't air until after season two or something. Yeah, so it might have been much later, but I I don't know. It's really hard to like everything you read about Pete and Pete air dates is kind of with taken with a grain of salt. Yeah, cause and I... and you don't know production dates either. <clears throat> like that can be totally different, right? Because I was wondering watching this episode since Steve Buscemi makes an appearance and like he's a big part of the one after. But uh, like right. I I was wondering if they got him for just one scene in that one or if they did and Apocalypse Apocalypse Pete before this and then just aired them backwards or Right. I have no idea. 
it's it's pretty strange. Okay, I guess Apocalypse Pete aired in '92. Yeah. And Space Geek, and it doesn't say when Space Geeks. Space Geeks and Giant Unitas might not have been for a few more years, like I think '93 or '94. But yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, it's it's really weird. That's just how Nickelodeon was at the time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, I like this one. The central story doesn't feel quite as weighty as some of the others, like since it's mostly just Pete and Ellen want good grades. Yeah. <laughs> and they need to do their paper. Yeah. But, you know, it's... they make friends with the weird kid. <laughs> right. That's that's basically it. I mean, you know, there's those you can identify with that that teacher that Yeah, you know. yeah. I like this slight exaggeration on all that too. Like yeah. having them do a twenty one page paper within like a few days. And like the subject matter is it's it's like much higher level. Oh yeah, than... Ellen's paper Ellen's paper was totally or no, not Ellen's. Pete's paper was totally something that a master's level EE would Yeah, it was um touch. I, I wrote down both like, topics. Pete's was the transmission of electromagnetic waves throughout the universe and yeah. and Ellen's was the search That's... search for complex organic compounds or as she puts it, more like analyzing the carbon content in soil samples from Mars. Totally boring. <laughs> Like yeah, totally boring. Like not even really the same field. Or these grad students. Like yeah. other than they're both scientific concepts. Yeah. But it it does feel like the creators of the show like kind of like science or are interested in a lot of this stuff. Right. Because like they're not just like throwing out random words. Like they did a little bit of research to yeah put some of this in. It felt the same way with like their math stuff in the Valentine's Day Massacre where mm -hmm. like they they clearly have some understanding and they have jokes that would make sense within that field right like more than you'd that's... expect from maybe a kid show or exactly the tar that's target audience isn't gonna get it but yeah that's what makes me like that show so much is because of mm -hmm. all of, of how smart everything is in it yeah you know yeah that's much much smarter than a lot of black kid shows were at the time, I think. But yeah. Nickelodeon, yeah, just had a lot of a lot of interesting creative people on there who like there was probably more freedom in that than there was mm -hmm. in a lot of uh, a lot of more adult television at the time. Oh yeah, especially if you go like networks and stuff. Right. It's kind of neat. Yeah, it, it feels like the little Pete and Artie stuff in this one was just kind of like tacked on. <laughs> it does, like, but I love that yeah. stuff. Oh yeah, I agree. Uh, every moment Artie's in is hilarious just because <laughs> he, he just goes yeah. for it in every single yeah. scene. Uh, and so, yeah, like the dodgeball thing comes completely out of nowhere, but it's just like right. an excuse to have Artie playing dodgeball. <laughs> yeah. And there's some fun background gags with him, uh, being chased by, uh, the uh, math teacher. Yeah. From, uh, from Valentine's from Day. From Valentine's Day Massacre, yeah. Yeah, so, I love that. So yeah, there's a lot of funny stuff in this one. Uh, I like the, again, like, the show's so good at, like, specific weirdness, or just, like, like uh, mm -hmm. taking things like you said, the the uh, the weird kid. Yeah, the, and, the and common rumors that are set up. Uh, right, but, like, not just, like, like, giving specific examples that are strange. Right, right. <laughs> like, like, him like, only eating ketchup at lunch. Or, or the cow, like, points to magnetic north. Right, right, you right. Know. And yeah. uh, I, I like, uh, <laughs> I, I liked Pete's phrasing of a terminal case of static cling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, he has the radio all the time, which, you know, obviously all that points back to him being an alien. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Because clearly those are all alien attributes. Right. But, yeah. I did did want them to find, like, before they discovered that he really was an alien, or maybe while they're discovering it, Uh I wanted them to, I wanted him to explain what the radio was for. Yeah. Like, why he had it. Like, if it was transmitting signals from his home planet, or... He's just really, really into signals. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Signal age. And he can get things so, you know, know, right as they happen here. Exactly. As opposed to the Johnny Unitas game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I liked their little alien test. I wrote down all the questions from that. Oh, you did? Yeah, I went through and, like, paused it to find different things. Oh, nice. So the first question was, what is your... What color is your mucus... And then blood and earwax, too, specifically. Yeah. And, you know, Joe, his mucus is apparently purple and his earwax is blue. Yeah. So those would be pretty obvious clues right off the bat. Yeah. Um, the, the coordination test is, you know, hop on one foot. And I it, they had written down the results. So Artie's result was spastic. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but that's normal. That's human. Yeah. And uh, Joe's was immediately, which is not human. <laughs> ah. And, uh, yeah, what number was Johnny Unitas of the Baltimore Colts? There, like, most of the answers, there wasn't actually anything written in for Joe's. Like, the show mm-hmm. just marked him as an alien because they didn't really need it. But Artie's, yeah. they filled in everything. <laughs> oh, really? So, so Artie's, uh, Artie said that Johnny Unitas was number 1 million 20, or no, uh, one billion twenty eight three million twenty eight thousand nine hundred ninety nine. <laughs> uh, yeah, when at, yeah, Artie does know that the universe is expanding and not contracting. Right. So he got that, but you know that's a normal human answer. Apparently, I don't know. I don't know how you'd get an alien yeah. answer on that, but right. that was there. Uh, word association. Uh, Artie's a word for his associated word with aluminum chloride was positive. Uh, Newton's law of gravitation was yes. Mm-hmm. Banana, eggplant, <laughs> which just phallic things. <laughs> presumably. Yeah. And uh, planet, uh, pre-planetary nebula flux, Artie just said normal. <laughs> and uh, where was Artie when the sonic boom occurred in December? He was lifting a cow. Yes. yes. And yeah, and there's also a question on there about oddly shaped scabs, but you know, <laughs> yeah. just had one drawn. I don't know what all. What else did you have on this one? I don't know. I think I think we covered a lot of it. Yeah. Um, I was impressed that they had Steve Steve Buscemi playing Ellen's dad. Yeah. Yeah. He's and... like, he's the guy in Fargo. Right. And, and well, he's in so many other. Yeah. It, well, he's a uh, Reservoir Dogs. Reservoir Dogs was, yeah. and that was ninety two. Yeah. So like in and Fargo, that... yeah. No, that wasn't it's a few years later but, but he had been in a number of movies but they weren't real big roles like he'd been in yeah. uh miller's crossing and barton fink and stuff uh-huh. so like some coen brothers movies and he, right. he'd been in a lot of like tv episodes but he wasn't he really? wasn't like a big name or anything but yeah it, it's it's still weird to see him in like a little appearance and then in this next episode apocalypse pete being like a really big character in the episode yeah and I think he came back to the show a few times after that to reprise the role. Like, yeah, even after he had he has, become... Uh, he's got three or four episodes. I oh, think. did you look on IMDb? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he... Uh, I, I remember him showing up from five. time to time. 
but yeah. it, not usually in as big a role as Apocalypse Pete. Where right, um, I thought he was really good in it. Or he's oh yeah, he's not like he, not every scene is like you know going crazy at things, but like he has a really funny understated performance in a lot of it. Oh yeah, just his reactions to all the pranks and just like his quiet exasperation at it all is really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I also got a kick out of him just, you know, kind of air guitaring and getting all this joy out of marmalade cream playing on uh, Mom's Plates. Oh, yeah. The Mississippi right. Queen ripoff song yeah. that they do because they probably couldn't use Mississippi Queen without being sued. Yeah. They use that multiple times in the show, too. Marmalade cream. Mm-hmm. I know at the end of season one they use it a lot. <laughs> but, yeah, he, he's, he's really good. Um uh, I, I liked the little bit where he's uh, just standing still for Ellen's uh, action man painting. Oh, like, yeah, or, yeah. Or, like, her painting the action figure. And, right. Yeah, he's... he's in the pose. Yeah, he's very, very into it. And I love that he made um, made Pete's dad shake the action figure's hand. Right, right. Like, <laughs> be a good sport. Uh-huh. Like, that okay. figure. Yeah. He really loved that figure. He did. <laughs> and, His daughter made it for him. Yeah. Well, and the, like, that's one of the things I like about this one, especially. Like, this is one of my favorites. Uh, yeah. Maybe my favorite of, like, the specials. Yeah. Uh, just because, like, there are so many different, like, character, like, relationship dynamics going on. And, like, all of those are informing the different motivations and what's going on in the stories. Like, yeah. the, there's actual conflict of motivations and uh, uh, right. like on many levels like you've got ellen and pete and like you know pete being torn between that and like staying true to family and right. then, then you've got little pete who's ultimately you know at the end forced to choose between like continuing to strengthen his relationship with his father over over yeah. Yeah, knowing yeah. that you know allowing his dad to be friends with mr hankel again and making right. more people happy <laughs> and uh same with Mr. Hinkle. Mr. Hinkle is torn between, you know, like... Continuing... It, yeah, like his, his whole feud. Yeah. And his relationship with his daughter. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's it's good writing. It's, yeah. Like, that's heavy, heavy material to kind of cover in a... Yeah. In a kid's show, which... Yeah, and they 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 kind of... Or, you know, I mentioned during the, the intro part of the Valentine's Day Massacre episode that... Like, they played a little bit with that, or with the father's son, or mm-hmm. father wanting the son to follow in the footsteps thing with Big Pete. Right. But, like, much more so here, where Little Pete is right. totally different than his dad. And and I liked how, I, I like how this episode plays a lot on, like, the history, or, like, the stuff that's been set up already. In, right. In, I'll, yeah. In other episodes, and the shorts. Yeah, that's some of the things. I can't remember what they were. Yeah, but, like from the very beginning, yeah. where you there are a bunch of images of how Lil Pete and his dad don't like mesh, mm-hmm. and they're all things from the shorts. So yeah. there's like the burping thing, and there's That's right. there's uh, him staring into the eclipse, yeah. which is how he got X-ray vid- vision in one of the shorts. That's right. That's right. And uh, yeah, there's there's just a lot of lot of history there, and a lot with a uh, like I liked I like them playing on just the specific elements of the show, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, like mom's plate, you mentioned that. How, right. Uh, how that's a prank, or a, that's a vulnerability for all the pranks. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and I even even like their dad's workmanship is something that's like been built up 
in the shorts where right. like he in the burp episode or the short like, yeah the burping room yeah his dad like builds a whole room for him to go in and just yeah. burp and, right. and it, so when he's building a command center yeah it's ridiculous but uh, right but you but know, it fits that's, yeah uh, but yeah this is also the first episode to really center around little pete it was it's it like was. That's... a lot of the shorts were about him but like the full episodes tend the, to go for Big Pete, or they were, uh, or the early you ones. Know, big, I mean, Big Pete is older and has a lot more to work with. Where, yeah. Like, I think it's probably easier to relate to the mindset of an older kid like that. Yeah. Which is why, like, especially these early episodes, they tended to lean that way. Mm-hmm. But uh, the the one after this is also. A little, a little Pete episode. Little Pete is my favorite. <laughs> yeah, you're choosing favorites between the kids. Yeah, he's he's fun. I know I had a crush on Big Pete when I was little, but <laughs> now Little Pete is little my favorite. Pete. I think he was even my favorite then. I just had a crush on Big Pete. Yeah, well, he's got it. Like he isn't he doesn't have as much to do as Big Pete, but it's all just fun. Yeah, stuff. Right? Yeah. he's got his little one-liners, which I wrote down again. Good. So I think I might have accidentally moved one to the wrong like there i had some dadisms down originally too because i like i like that element that's like i loved the um the line that he uh that the dad says like when they're about to start the race yeah suck my fumes nimrod yeah (laughs) it's like that's where there, he gets it. There you it. go. Yeah, like, well, even though they're acting like little Pete doesn't really take after his dad at all. Like, yeah, yeah, he's got the... He gets that part from him, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Oh, uh, I, I really, really like all the stuff they do with Artie in this episode. Oh, me too. This is one of my favorite Artie episodes. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I loved the, the prank where he's moving the house. But he can't move it to Saskatchewan like they planned because right. it strained his his back moving a brazier factory. Brazier Emporium, yes. Emporium. The week before, so he yeah. needed a little more time to recover. Yeah. But he could still move the house one inch. Which was enough. Yeah. That's my favorite part of that, is that <laughs> it actually makes a difference. Yeah. Most people, if their house moved one inch... They wouldn't know, but uh, yeah, when uh, Mr. Hinkle goes up to try to put his keys in, he puts it against, like he is, he apparently doesn't even think or look at it. It's just routine. That space on the planet is where his key goes. (laughs) Yeah. That's really good. And I I love, uh, I, I was cracking up just when Artie's moving around in their covert op. Or, or, you know, when they're trying to figure out what he's up to before any of the stuff goes down. Oh, yeah. Where he's just, like, uh, again, like I said last week, like, he can't just do the same action for, like, more than two seconds. Like, right. He's always changing right. what he's doing, and it's hilarious. Yeah, it works so well. Uh, like, all his bits were pretty good. Like, the butter and then the, like, huge, huge thing butter. of butter. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, uh, the way that he's, like, looking after it after he throws the big butter and, like, yeah. stumbles back is hilarious. And the guy is so good at physical comedy. Mm-hmm. Same same with the last episode, right? I love where I rewatched the bit where he's lifting the desk or, like, yeah. the kid's desk with one arm. And he's like, watch it work or watch me work, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like I like the way that it develop this one. It develops as a little Pete story, and then the emotional crux moves over to Big Pete. Right. And then like little Pete 
or at least the way that it's presented initially is that he becomes like the villain kind of of the story yeah which i i if there's anything that i actually think i would have liked even more is if he actually had just been the villain or he tried to be he made a mistake maybe yeah as opposed to you know being like oh he knew better and he really did this you know like just let him have his fault (laughs) yeah i don't know because he's a little kid yeah yeah that's like that's even more believable because little little kids do all sorts of stuff okay then it would have to be a mistake then yeah because a little kid wouldn't like well maybe a little kid would knowingly sabotage something like that oh sure (laughs) <laughs> well i think it's much more believable that a little kid would you know like be happy about something that's going on and try to like keep that going or sabotage it than it is for him to think oh well i'll pretend to sabotage it so my dad and this person will talk and then they'll be friends again and be happy even if it means like that's a much much oh, more that mature... is a much more mature <laughs> line of thinking yeah uh, like, to me, I, I liked that it was just, like, kind of a childish moment of fault. Right? I, I like that possibility more than it than him. Yeah. But, but it's fine. <laughs> I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just yeah. saying I, I like that idea more. <laughs> Everything else it was kind of stray stuff. I kind of like the crossing guard. I was going to say. <laughs> crossing like, guard. Uh, I Kenneth love. Keegan, for Kenneth G. Keegan. That, that was his name, the crossing guard. Oh. It was Kenneth G. Keegan. Kenny G. <laughs> Keegan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love. I loved how like emotionally vested he became in the the letters, and it was always just mm-hmm. Ellen's letters to Pete. Yeah, yeah. Pete it's never like wrote the... anything back. Yeah. That, well, or we're also maybe... getting most of Pete's story on it. Right. But yeah. Yeah, I, I assume that they were writing each other, but yeah, I don't know. I, I do love, uh, yeah, I love they memorize and <laughs> swallows the messages. And I also, like, I like that, like, I, I know, you know, now it's not okay, but I like that he's like a chain smoker just because it adds flavor to the show. Or just the idea that some, but like it feels more like the real world that, like, yeah, yeah some people just smoke <laughs> and they're just in jobs where they're, you know, yeah. that's what they have <laughs> to deal with it. And and I like, you know, now that would be considered like, you know, trying to advertise cigarettes to kids, right. even though it's not. Like, it's not really no. trying to glamorize that. But I like that people could that... do that in the show. Yeah, you can't even do that um... on network television anymore. <laughs> anyway anyway i like his character a lot um i god i'm trying to remember when they introduce a uh, bus driver stew because i like these little working man characters in the pete yeah. and pete universe and they're some of the best uh, like bus driver stew is just fantastic but it, it, I, I don't remember what i think he comes in early in the official ep- season episodes yeah uh yeah so that's that's about all I had on that one, other than like the pedisms I wrote down. Yeah, I think that's about it. We talked about the the relationships, and that was it. Yeah, like that. That's what I really like about this episode. Is just like there's so many different relationships right. driving everything, and it's pretty complex writing for a kids show. But like, I think really understandable, relatable on like just a natural level like like right. you just get it and i think kids would get it too and yeah it's it's good 
so yeah, uh, the pedisms I had written down, uh, bite my scab, which sounds like something he would say, uh, you know, to like, like antagonize someone, yeah. but instead was just kind of like, uh, just like bite my scab. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah, hit me with your best shot, which isn't really a pedism so much as just, you know, yeah. it's more of a pet Benatarism. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, uh, still. prepare to die blowhole. Yeah. <laughs> And take that grunge bag. Was that Pete in this one? Or was, was that his dad? Bag? His grunge bag. Oh, I don't <laughs> know think? if it was... I think it was dad. Yeah, it might have been dad. the dad. I might have mixed that one up. But uh, yeah, a couple, couple pretty good... Ep- or one, one episode I like a lot. One episode I think is pretty good. Yeah. And uh, so next yeah. week we'll cover New Year's Pete. It's the last of the uh, pre-series episodes so uh that will also cover uh the first episode of the series right yes uh which is i think king of the road yeah it is. which is a that's a pretty famous episode too <laughs> i don't know if you remember Honestly, or not, yeah but that's a good one so yeah thanks for listening and we'll catch you then see you next week